It's Friday, June 6th, 2012, and you're listening to DOD This Week, a weekly podcast with news from inside the DOD and from around the world. Military aircraft aiding firefighting efforts in the western United States have resumed operations. This comes after the aircraft were put on operational hold following a crash of a North Carolina Air National Guard C-130 in South Dakota that killed four service members and injured two. It was engaged in uh, the, the MAFS mission, dropping fire retardant along the leading edge of the fire. Obviously there were casualties, there were lives lost, uh, there were injuries. Uh, we're very grateful for the survivors and our, and our thoughts and prayers and our hearts go out to the families that have lost loved ones. Military aircraft have been battling fires, which have been mostly contained in Wyoming, Montana, and Colorado. The wildfires have burned tens of thousands of acres of land and forced thousands of people to evacuate, many of whom have lost their homes. On June 29th, President Obama declared the wildfires burning in Colorado a major disaster. He ordered federal aid to supplement state and local recovery efforts in the areas affected by the High Park and Waldo Canyon fires in Colorado, as well as in other states affected. This is the most destructive fire in Colorado state history. As of July 5th, U.S. Northern Command officials reported that 123 airdrop missions have battled these fires in the Rocky Mountain region and other western locales. Additionally, they said, Defense Department C-130s, equipped with the U.S. Forest Service's Modular Airborne Firefighting System, had discharged more than 320,000 gallons of retardant. And in addition to these efforts, the Vandenberg Air Force Base deployed the Vandenberg Hotshots on June 27th. The Vandenberg Hotshots are the only Defense Department wildland firefighting assets who are trained not only to extinguish fires, but also to save structures. Nearly 49 million Americans, including one out of every four children, don't have dependable, consistent access to food. The Fed Feeds Families program aims to curb hunger in America by asking government employees to donate to food banks. Last year's food drive tallied a total donation of nearly 6 million pounds of food across the entire federal government. This year, the Defense Department alone aims to donate at least 1.5 million pounds of food. Donations are given to local food banks across the country. For more information about the campaign and to find donation locations, visit fedsfeedfamilies.com. Following months of dispute over ground transportation through Pakistan, the Pakistani government has reopened ground lines of communication in the country. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta released a statement welcoming the decision. He said the U.S. remains committed to improving relations with Pakistan and to working closely with the Pakistani government to confront common security challenges. Pakistan will not charge transit fees, citing the larger interest of regional peace and security. No lethal equipment will transit through Pakistan into Afghanistan unless it is meant to equip the Afghan National Security Forces. The decision comes after a discussion between Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Pakistani Foreign Minister Hina Rabbani Kar. The two acknowledged the mistakes that resulted in the loss of Pakistani military lives last November. For more, visit defense.gov. On Wednesday, Americans celebrated 236 years of independence. People showed their patriotism with fireworks displays, parades, cookouts, and parties covered in red, white, and blue. Many visited memorials and cemeteries, paying tribute to service members who have fought and died for the United States. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta said that the 4th of July is a time for every American to recognize that the blessings of freedom we enjoy are not free, and that they come from a legacy of sacrifice, courage, and leadership. He also highlighted the fact that the men and women who serve in uniform today are protecting the freedoms first outlined in the Constitution, and that they are putting their lives on the line so our children can have a better future. 
And speaking of service members, President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama threw a party for more than 1,200 of them on the South Lawn of the White House in celebration of our nation's independence. The service members who were able to attend retreated to food, festivities, fireworks, and a performance by country music recording artist Brad Paisley. In addition to the 4th of July party, President Obama also hosted 25 service members in the White House East Room, where they took their citizenship oath before their commander-in-chief. It brings me uh, great joy and inspiration uh, because it reminds us that we are a country uh, that is bound together not simply by ethnicity or bloodlines, uh, but by fidelity to a set of ideas. Uh, and as members of our military, uh, you raised your hand and took an oath of service. It is an honor for me to serve as your Commander-in-Chief. Today you raised your hand and have taken an oath of citizenship. And I could not be prouder to be among the first to greet you as my fellow Americans. These 25 were among more than 4,000 service members becoming U.S. citizens during Independence Day ceremonies held on U.S. military installations worldwide. As we reflect upon and celebrate the freedoms that we enjoy in the United States, let's not forget the sacrifices people have made. Thank you to all those who have served our country and a belated Happy Independence Day to all. This has been DOD This Week for the week of July 6th, 2012. For links to these stories and more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.